Dis- disclaimer, suicide guns. Or trigger warning. Yeah, trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning, suicide guns. <laughs> disclaimer! <laughs> I really there you go. There you go. That's your blooper. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. We have two minutes left. Um, Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smoking Gun Podcast. We're recording virtually again, so yeah. there's that. Um, how are we all doing? How are you doing, Elena? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess that a little bit ago. I woke up at four o'clock this morning. It's now eight p.m. So yeah. running on running on empty. But that's okay. That's okay. We're here talking okay. about some murder. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I actually, Perfect. it's an unsolved. Oh, <gasps> it's a disappearance. <gasps> oh. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. those. Um, first and foremost, I wrote it down this time, guys. You can reach us at the smoking gun pod at gmail.com, mm-hmm. the podcast at Instagram and Twitter. No, Instagram, yep. TikTok, Instagram, TikTok, yeah, and then at Twitter, we are smoking gun pod. Yep, smoking gun pod. That's it. Perfect. Um, yeah, good. We're, we're good podcasters today. This, mm-hmm. this episode give us a rating whatever all that fun stuff yeah. share us to your friends i think i said it once before if you like them if you hate them share us you know yeah just they let them know us. they might hate us that's, mm-hmm. that's okay. <laughs> we can be their friends too only if they're nice well I don't care about that. um so yeah we are gonna jump right into this case it makes my fucking head hurt um, I will, I, I do need to say, I said it was a disappearance and everything I say about the potential perpetrators is all alleged. Okay. No one has ever been charged or convicted of any crime whatsoever. So all these theories are just theories and we're just chatting. Me and Elena are just chatting and you're just there, you know? Yep. No offense. <laughs> and Spooky will be here too. Oh, Spooky. Oh, did she just come back in? Yeah. So, and Spooky will be in here too, so. Spooky, Spooky's here, and if you're new here, Spooky is Elena's cat. Mm-hmm. Spooky right now is currently in my room, and she does not understand why the door cannot be open. She would like to be able to freely move between my room and the outside, but there's people outside, so she's a little mad. And it's almost dinner time. Cats, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's cats. My door is wide open, and Malcolm is choosing to lay right next to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's dogs uh-huh so she's like no i want to if i want to be able to lay outside i want to be able to go outside like i malcolm, don't want to close the door here. and never open it again and malcolm would forget that the outside exists <laughs> oh my god he'd be like that movie room oh my god for real Ooh, that's a mm-hmm. sad movie anyway oh my god <laughs> okay so today we are going to be discussing the case of missing tara calico I'm waiting for Elena's reaction. I don't know if I know who that is. I mean, maybe once I hear it, because I'm not the best with names, but... Yeah, I feel like every single time I'm, like, waiting for your reaction, and then I remember you're not great with names, so... (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Um, This one is a bigger case, though, in the true crime community. It's one of the older unsolved cases, and it was made incredibly... I don't know if this is the right word, but, like, popular, I guess. Um, because of an unsettling Polaroid photo. So we're just jumping right in. Tara, yeah. if I bounce between Tara and Tara, it's because it her name is spelled T-A-R-A, and my brain really wants to say Tara, but it's Tara Lee Calico. Um, and she was born on February 28th, 1969. She was a Pisces. <gasps> That's Kyler's birthday. <gasps> February 28th. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kyler. I had no idea that was <laughs> your birthday. Mm-hmm. happy birthday tara tara fuck i have already fucking <laughs> god damn it well that's a birthday that's a i don't know how i feel about february whatever mm. she was very very close to her family which consisted of her mom patty and her dad david and she had a stepdad named john so i saw in some sources she had four siblings others said only two a sister michelle and a brother chris 
Other sources said that they were step-siblings. So I'm not 100% sure, but she definitely had siblings. Okay. Um, so Patty and David got divorced when Tara, Tara, sorry, when Tara was young. So John really helped raise her and he was also like very close with her. They had a good close bond. Tara was described as independent, outgoing, like extremely friendly, uh, very funny, open-minded, passionate, very smart and athletic. And that was from like day one. Her stepfather said that she was always a firecracker. So Tara was the girl who would be friends with everyone. So like everyone had somebody. And mm -hmm. if someone was being picked on, she was like, fuck that. And she would stick up for them. And like, if someone was extra shy, she would go out of her way to like be nice to them and be friends with them. She was just a very, very sweet person. And she really wanted to study psychology and become a psychiatrist so she could go into that field of helping people. Mm -hmm. When all of this took place, um, it was September 20th, 1988. Tara was 19 years old and in her second year at universe at the University of New Mexico, and she was living with her parents. Um, when I say parents, I mean Patty and John mm -hmm. um, in Bellin, New Mexico. She was doing really, really, really well, and she was just really thriving. She was living her moments, you know, she is having a great time at college and she was really enjoying her studies and she was such a busy gal you know um mm -hmm. this this day september 20th she was very busy like every other day she was going to play tennis with her boyfriend who was an old like high school friend named jack um around 12 30 and then had class at 3 30 so around 9 30 in the morning tara left for her daily bike ride guess how many fucking miles this girl would drive or i'm sorry would ride her bike every single day Oh. 36 miles. Shut the fuck she, up. She was a heavy bike rider. Like, a, just a quick little 36 miles in the morning. I love that for that, her. Not for me. How long do you think that takes? Well. Because the last I time I went on a bike ride, that shit was 12 miles. And that shit took us, like, at least an hour. She, so she left at 930 she told her mom that if she wasn't home by 12, that that was like, she expected to be home by 12. So like, okay. is that two and a half hours? Holy shit. Girl, that would take me like a day. That's, yeah. I can't do that. God damn. No, she's, she's very, very athletic. I said athletic. She's athletic, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's some strong lungs, that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and her and her mom actually would go on daily spooky. <laughs> that was loud. Spooky Salem. Tara and her mother would actually go on daily bike rides up until like recently. Um, her mom became uneasy and a little uncomfy when she noticed a car following them one day. Mm. So she became nervous and a little paranoid, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Tara did bike the same route every single day. And she was like, mm -mm, girl, I bike 36 miles. I'm not stopping. And her mom was like, please don't. But if you're gonna bring mace and go during the day, that's a switch mom. up, switch up your routine. Yeah. No, in no way blaming a victim ever, but no, exactly. Absolutely not. Walk home, walk to places, switch it up a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, but Tara didn't, and she left that morning using her mom's pink Huffy bike because hers had a flat tire. Um, she also had a yellow Walkman with a Boston cassette tape, which I said was just truly a 1988 vibe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah. The last time anyone saw her, it was around 11.30, 11.45 in the morning, riding on Highway 47 in Valencia County, New Mexico. Um, she was ride driving... No, riding. I keep saying driving. You you ride a bike. She was riding northbound, if mm. that means something to anybody. It doesn't to me, but mm. there you go. Mm -hmm. She it was wearing the following, and this is from the FBI website. She was wearing a white t-shirt with First National Bank of Bellin on it. It was a size medium. White shorts with green stripes, white ankle socks, and white and turquoise avia, ten, avia tennis shoes. Calico was also wearing a gold butterfly ring with a diamond insert, a gold amethyst ring, and a half-inch gold hoop earrings. A baddie. 
Mm-hmm. Except so, the ride. Yeah, absolutely. Even on the bike rides. So she was planning on being home. I was telling you this earlier. She's planning on being home by 12 so she could get changed to go play with, um, play tennis with her boyfriend. And then like mm-hmm. shout her day, go to class, whatever. So she said to her mom, if I'm not home by noon, come get me in case I get a flat tire. I mentioned her bike had a flat tire. So she was just like making a silly little joke. So when she's not home by 12, her mom's like, uh-huh, no, absolutely not. And she goes out and looks for her right away. Um, she did not see her. So she came back thinking like, we might've just literally passed each other. Um, mm-hmm. and she just didn't notice, but Tara was not home, mm-hmm. which was incredibly unlike her. She is the, <laughs> I said, she's the opposite of me. And if she says she'll be somewhere by a certain time, she will be there at that time. If not earlier, I'm mm. not. if you tell me to be somewhere at a specific time, you're lucky if I'm there five minutes late, you know, <laughs> Elena's not going to be true. Yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> um, so Miss Patty, her mom, is not fucking around. She is immediately calling the um hospitals in case Tara got hurt or something, but she found nothing. She called nine one one and investigate and an investigation started right away. The police took this seriously from the start. At this point, everyone is thinking that foul play was involved. It's not looking good. Um, now Patty and John are not messing around. They are searching themselves along with local and state police and volunteers, like including all of her siblings, friends, family. By the next morning, organized official searches were happening. Unfortunately, the day before, the day Tara went missing on the 20th, it had rained really badly overnight, so evidence was probably destroyed, but they still did find something. Um, On that same day, the 21st, the Boston cassette tape was found three miles from her home. Three days later, roughly 19 miles from her home, pieces of the Walkman would be found broken at the entrance of the John F. Kennedy campground at the base of the Manzo Mountains. So her Walkman was found three miles from her house and then 19 miles was like broken pieces of it. Which is weird. Oh, I'm sorry. The cassette tape was found three miles. I was going to say, did they find it broken? They found the cassette tape three miles and then the broken pieces 19 miles away. Okay. Okay. Um, So obviously they're collecting this evidence and some of the items and officers discovered what looked like tire marks that looked like a struggle might've occurred. Um, The tire marks are from a bike and there are also tire marks from a car that like kind of veered and drifted off the highway. Um, The bike marks look like she, assuming this is where she was, had spun out and like driven off the off the road. This was a two lane highway. Mm-hmm. Um, now people are coming forward and they're being like, "Wait, I saw her." Seven people came forward saying that they saw her no later than eleven forty five along the route that she always rode. Um, five of these seven witnesses said they saw an older pickup truck following her closely. The truck had one of those white shell things over the back part. It was um possibly a 1953 Ford tr- like pickup truck and it was a gray tan dirty white any of those colors dirty white yeah or tan or gray that's just dirty I mean I get it my car's dirty but mm. gray is just dirty white <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it like it's literally described as dirty white oh my god that's yeah <laughs> um what Maybe was, it was just white needed a wash. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we've all been there. <laughs> One witness said that they could see that Tara had headphones in and she appeared oblivious to the truck. Um, and another witness said they drove past them and saw multiple people in the truck. Um, another little thing. If you are running, if you are biking, if you are walking, please leave one headphone in. Don't have both in. Um mm-hmm. This, it's a sad world we live in where women, typically women, have to think about shit like that. But this is why. Never be oblivious to your surroundings. Oh, yeah. Um, For nine months, people searched, but nothing else was found. Not even her bike. But that, that all changed on July 15th, 1989. So, like, a little less than a full year later. Mm-hmm. A family friend called John, the stepdad, and was like, whenever I say it was like, it's never a direct quote. Um, but mm-hmm. he goes, yo, you got to see this, okay? <laughs> uh, yo. 
a 2020 type show you know that show like the 20 2020 investigators or whatever the fuck mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. one of those shows had been broadcasting a polaroid that was found in port saint joe port saint joe florida outside of a convenience and or grocery store like twelve thousand miles away i'm sorry 1200 1200 miles away from Bellin. um yeah. do you know this case you don't know this case I don't know if I do. Oh my God, this one's a big one. I'm surprised. Um. Anyway, so you would know it by now. Yeah. So a woman in this in this town um noticed a white van because who the fuck doesn't and was like, uh-huh, what? Anyway, so she went in, does her shopping and then she comes back out and she looked at the spot that the van had been in and and saw something horrifying. She found the Polaroid. Um, if y'all have not seen this Polaroid, go search it. Elena, you don't. Now I'll tell you when you can. Um, <laughs> but I have not decided if I'm going to post this this Polaroid or not on Instagram. Um, you can go look there to see if it is there. It won't be that first photo, though, just because, I mean, I'll you'll see why. But I don't know how I feel about that yet. So go search it. But if you don't, I'm going to try my best to describe it. So this Polaroid, it shows two young people. One, definitely a young boy. To me, he looks like seven to nine. And the other, a teenage girl who looks about 14 to 17 to me. Um, The two children have black duct tape over their mouths and look like their hands are bound behind their backs. We don't see any restraints, but that's how it appears. The girl is lying on her hands closer to the person who took the photo. And the boy is on, like, on his side, on behind the girl. Um, and he's laying on his side with his hands behind his back. Um, with they're, like, nowhere to be seen. They are laying on pillows and blankets. And the girl has a book beside her. We will talk about this book in a bit. Um, they don't look malnourished or injured or anything. They look like they've seen, like, sun. Like, they look kind of tan. I mean, they're this photo was found in Florida. So they... They don't look ill or anything like that, but they look fucking pissed. This girl looks angry. Um, it appears that they are in a white van. And you can see part of what looks like a white like door um, with a handle that is similar to the handles that open like van doors like that, you know? <laughs> if I fucking came across this Polaroid, I would be shitting my pants, bro shitting my fucking pants uh the woman immediately calls the police and this immediately launches tara's case into federal news and headlines the woman who found the polaroid said she did notice the driver and he appeared to be in his 30s with a mustache before we go back to tara i'm going to talk about a boy named michael henley so michael henley was a nine-year-old boy on april 21st 1988 On April 21st, he went camping with his father and a family friend in the Zuni Mountains in New Mexico. These mountains are like 100 miles from where Tara's family home was. He was camping with them for less than 30 minutes when his father noticed he had disappeared. The police, um, they called the police who called the National Guard and they immediately started searching for him in the woods in in the wilderness. For a month, they searched for him and then a snowstorm hit, which didn't help their situation. Everyone kind of assumed that he had died in the elements. Enter the Polaroid. So strangely enough, Michael looks a lot like this boy in the Polaroid. So much so that his family thought it was him. Unfortunately, though, his remains would soon be discovered. In June 1990, Michael's remains were found three miles from where he went camping in the woods that day. And he was identified through dental records. And his cause of death was hypothermia slash environmental causes. Um, so they ruled out, they ruled out foul play. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Poor Michael. Um, our condolences to the Henleys. That's fucking awful. And of course, Michael, please rest in rest in peace. Um, so he was not from the photograph. No, but I did like his name is so attached to this case. I did want to take a second to kind of explain oh, it. Okay. Um, th- good question because my next point. But who is this boy in the Polaroid? Then we still don't know. <laughs> We have no idea who this boy is or who the girl is, to be quite honest with you. Um, 
John and Patty are now aware of this Polaroid and Patty is convinced that it's Tara. Um, she, okay, it should be stated, she does look like Tara. Okay. I, I don't think it's Tara, but she does look like her. Um, Tara had a scar on her leg from a car accident um, and that she was in when she was a child from the FBI missing persons poster, Calico had a quote, Calico had a large scar on the back of her right shoulder and a dime sized brown colored birthmark on the back of one of her legs. So the scar on the girl in the photo is on her right calf. That's what it looks like to me. So now we're gonna talk about that book. The book is called My Sweet Adriana by V.C. Andrews. This was Tara's favorite author. This book also had a film number written on the spine, but it was barely legible and could be one of 300 combinations. So they weren't able to really find anything with that. A couple more things about the Polaroid. The film was not made until May 1989, so it had to have been it had to have been taken in the last two months. Professionals and experts cannot agree if it was Tara or not. Scotland Yard said yes. The Los Alamos National Laboratory said no. And the FBI said that it's impossible to tell. So I don't know what to tell you about that. Elena, Google it before we start the discussion. And let me know what you think. We'll talk about okay. it. Um, but unfortunately, the case went cold and nothing happened for decades. Uh, Patty, Patty, Tara's mom, died in 2006, believing that her daughter was in that Polaroid. She and her husband, John, moved to Florida, where she slowly declined in health and never stopped her search for and hope for Tara. She died on May 11th, 2006. I hope whoever or wherever or whatever runs this universe that she is with Tara and they're both at peace knowing what happened. So this left John and Tara's siblings and friends to fight for her and to find the answers that they deserve. 20 years after Tara disappeared, her case hit the news again. Girl, this is where the shit gets wild. It's fucking, it, oh my God. So the 2000, in 2008, the Valencia County Sheriff spoke to the news. This is 20 years after she went missing. Okay. Renee Riviera, I don't know if I said that right, said that he knew what happened to Tara. Re Renee is the current um, sheriff. He stated, he was not at the time. Um, he stated that two informants came forward saying that two teenage boys were responsible for the for her death in 1988. This is a direct quote from Corey Sobel's blog post on Tara. Quote, allegedly, the boys were inside the pickup truck and were following Tara. At some point, the boys accidentally hit Tara with their vehicle, knocking her off of her bicycle and damaging her Walkman. The boys got out realized she was still alive and killed her in a panic. They placed her body and bicycle into the truck and drove to an unknown location in Valencia County where they buried Tara's body and disposed of her bike. I did that end quote. I did also see that some reports state that they took her in their truck and then killed her after they had raped her. Um, but either way, she ended up dead at these boys' hands. Another report said that after the fact, two men helped like cover up the murder and like hide the body and shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. Um, but now following, following all that, cause that's a lot, you would think, what the fuck? What about the families of the boys? I mean, they were teenagers. These boys were teenagers. Rivera thought that the families were also involved and helped cover it up. He claimed to know the boys' names, but with no body, he couldn't arrest them or release their identities. That's Shut the fuck up. For real. John, uh, Tara's stepfather, was fucking pissed. He was thinking, he thought it was irresponsible to release that information and then, like, just do nothing about it. Because that's... Yeah. I agree with him 100%. Um, in 2011, Rivera le left office. Nothing. Good. Nothing. Yeah, but nothing. Like, he just dropped that and just left. What the fuck? 
get out of here. Yeah, um, no. So yeah, in 2013, we have a report of a deathbed confession. Oh. Um. <laughs> Allegedly, this confession happened in 2010 or 2006. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Oh. Mm. But Frank Methola was a sheriff. Again, I apologize if I'm saying that wrong. He was a sheriff's deputy in 2013 and he took this report. Okay. Now, the report alleged that a man named Henry Brown was on his deathbed and wanted to confess. He was in his 80s and said he knew what happened to Tara and who was responsible. He said shortly after her disappearance, he was at a friend slash neighbor's house, Lawrence Romero Jr. Remember that name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he noticed a small body in a blue tarp on the ground in his basement. They were, I'm sorry for chuckling, but they were downstairs drinking margaritas and making fajitas. <laughs> I just thought that, I just said LOL. Margaritas and fajitas. Margaritas and fajitas. Um, but yeah, they were there, and Henry got a weird feeling, and then he noticed the body. Lawrence revealed to Henry that he and their other friend Dave Silva, who was also there making margs and fajitas, mm. um, Lawrence revealed that the two of them, Lawrence and Dave, killed Tara along with a quote tall redhead and another guy named Leroy 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 Chavez not only did he say that they murdered her they they abducted her and assaulted her they were supposedly classmates or acquaintances of hers and knew her bike route so this is a trigger warning allegedly they hit her on her bike with the truck abducted her and then drove to a gravel pit and each of them raped her tara allegedly stood up and angry as hell told them they are all going to jail and that she was going to call the police like a bad bitch period unfortunately unfortunately allegedly i don't know how many fucking times i have to say it but they couldn't have that so they killed her hid her body in a bush and her bike was put into a junkyard um they would come back to move her body to Lawrence's basement and then to a pond after some searches began. Henry said that years later, Lawrence filled his basement with concrete and threatened to kill Henry if he ever said anything. Now, remember Lawrence Romero, he was a junior. His mm-hmm. father was Lawrence Romero Sr., who at the time of Tara's disappearance was Valencia County's sheriff course so that whole confession there it's confusing because there is a transcript of an incident report taken in 2006 by Modella, the same guy the transcript is different from the 2013 one the transcript shares similarities from the 2013 one like the neighbor and the makeshift basement the tarp the aftermath with the concrete and the threatening but this neighbor allegedly had the initials AJ and none of the other men that were mentioned in the 2013 one were in the 20, 2006 one. So I don't know what the fuck that means, but I was confused. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Now, nothing happened again for five years. So in 2018, the FBI allegedly got a new theory from informants and were relooking into the case. Similar to, the, to Rivera's theory, two teenagers hid her on her bike and killed her um in 2021 a new lead came up and new mexico state police had a warrant to search an unknown house this war this warrant and all other details are still sealed if anyone has any information about the disappearance of tara calico call the fbi albuquerque new mexico office at 505-899-1300 that's it that's it damn i do have um like summed up versions of some theories if you'd like to hear now um i guess i'll go ahead so these are the theory just some of the theories there's a shit ton more to this it's it's Mm -hmm. this is a lot um i bet 
But these are just three of the theories, and I'm going to sum them up least to most complicated. Okay. So we have the Polaroid. The Polaroid, okay. this theory, is that Tara was taken in September 1988, and this and is the girl in the Polaroid found in June 1989. It's a whole bunch of questions okay. there. Why the fuck was it found in Florida? What was she doing? You know, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have the teenagers. So we have the theory that two teenage boys follow Tara on her bike route and hit her with their car on accident. And after realizing they had hit her, they killed her in a panic, maybe with two other men and then hit her body and never came forward. This is, okay. this is the theory Rivera, the sheriff, the sheriff at, in 2008 stated. Okay. Now we have the deathbed confession and a police cover up. This theory basically goes that Lawrence Romero Jr. with Dave Silva, an unnamed redhead, and a man named Leroy Chavez saw Tara riding her bike on Highway 47, then hit her and or her bike, abducted her, raped her, and then killed her. Lawrence being the sheriff's son, which is an elected position, I just wanted to put that out there, would look bad, this would look bad, and this alleged crime was covered up and concealed. All all of the men involved in this theory have since passed, including Lawrence, who died from a from an quote accidental gunshot wound to his head. Oh. Lawrence Romero Sr. tried desperately to change his cause of death from a suicide to an accident, which is strange to me. And that's the case of Tara Calico. Go mm. smoke marijuana legally yep so if you're over the age 21 come join us mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot this it's one's not... a lot don't know what to tell ya sorry have fun sorry. have fun yeah. i guess come back when you are 21 i guess yeah when yeah. you're 21 you can just binge all the second parts of our episodes <laughs> perfect perfect sounds like a fucking party to me you know mm-hmm See you later. Well, see you soon. Do you have to give consent this time? Um, yes. That's yeah. cool. No, every time I've every time I've done it, I've had to give consent. Good job, Zoom. Good job, Zoom. I don't. I they don't make me do that when I have school ones that they record, unless they're not recording it and they just think they're recording it. Why are okay, this doesn't matter? I shouldn't be recording this conversation. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, friends. Um, welcome back. I do have some. This is the most organized discussion I think I've had because Perfect. there's so many things going into this oh, yeah. case. There's so many moving parts. Like the case alone is already like complex. And then you add oh, all the yeah. movies. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Do you have any thoughts? Like, immediate thoughts? Um, I don't know. Cases like these kind of scare me. They kind of freak me out a little bit. Because just, just thinking that, like, and it's not like, it's not like they happen often, but they happen more often than we'd like to think. Like, I think it's something in the in the realm of two thousand people just go missing every year. I mean, They're I never found it. dead or alive. Elena, I truly don't. How the fuck do these families go on? What do you mean? What do you mean? Ooh, what do you do? What, what do you mean? How do you sleep? Like ever? I just can't conceptualize like someone just going missing because even if you do find them in a very horrible way you found them you know they're not missing anymore and like that's what our family has been hoping for they're like i don't give a fuck like no one thinks she's alive at this point they just want her yeah they want to know what happened they want that closure because it's like well (sighs) i think another thing that's sad though is that it's kind of ultimate unless you're talking about like a case where there's a little bit more ambiguity like Maura Murray most likely she died very soon after being captured like yeah she which is very unfortunate well like where is she where does she go right 
I, ju- I truly, I if, just. If that's the case, there'd be a body. Where is it? If gone, where are, you know? Where, yeah. <laughs> so. It doesn't, that just, I. Malcolm, I swear to God. I don't know what he's barking at, but he's barking at something. Um, I just, I just can't, I can't fucking handle it. And I feel, I know, um, her sister, a, a high school friend of Tara's and I, either her sister is also like doing this with her or like has been in the past or something like that. They have done a podcast and they yeah. like are looking into this case because people, okay. So this, I believe her name is, I'm sorry, girl, I don't remember your name, but, um, her, her high school friend who has this podcast, it's called, uh, Vanished, the Tara Calico Investigation, I believe it was called. I was going to listen to it, but it's a Patreon and I don't have money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she alleged, like, she like went back to New Mexico. She went to school, whatever, came back and was like, oh, I wonder what, like, I wonder if we're ever going to know what happened to Tara. Like, I'm, that's, that's horrible. And everyone was like, wait, what do you mean? Like, we all know what happened to her. And everyone was like, what? She was like, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? They all, a lot of people, I should say, a lot of people believe that um, Lawrence was the kid, like the, the Lawrence um, Romero Jr. Mm-hmm. The, which one, which one did I name them? The deathbed confession one. Mm-hmm. That theory, they believe that theory. And the police cover up. Ooh. It's that's a lot. But that's like I for me personally, that's the one I go with more so. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at that Polaroid and it looks a lot like her. I don't personally. I don't think so. I see it. I see it, and I see both lights. It's kind of like is the is is the dress red and gold or black and blue? You know, like I see. I know exactly both sides. Like when I look when I looked at it at first, I was like, no, I was like, it's not her. But then when I looked at it a little bit more, I was like, "Mm," I was like, I know that like she has very, um, not vague, but like. She shares a lot of features with a lot of different people. Yeah. So she can, she has like a very recognizable face. Yeah. And the most of, in that Polaroid, the most recognizable traits of a person usually are their nose and their mouth and they're covered. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, we're dealing with half of a face. But for me, I, the eyebrow, her eyebrow arch and her nose bridge like looks different to me. Like I, her eyebrows, her eyebrows do look different. But I did. Her eyebrows look different. Devil's advocate here. She Mm -hmm. did. She not look pissed to you. She looked mad to me. Well, not only did she not look pissed, she could have been keeping up with her eyebrows, and then now that she's been captured for what is it a year, she's not. Yeah, I think like, because her eyebrows. Tara's eyebrows I see more like rounded and in this mm-hmm. Polaroid they appear like almost more like mine where they're kind of like arched down a little bit but I'm yes. like if she was mad and kind of like scowling with her eyebrows they would furrow down a little so I'm like I could yeah but I don't I feel face. like the face of her shape though is a little bit I feel like the girl in the Polaroid her face is just a little bit more pointed out like you can see it in her jawline and I'm like that's not that's not like an angle thing that's like a your face was made like that you know like yeah that's gonna stick out from multiple different angles like I could see like I did say to me the girl in the Polaroid looked 14 to 17 but Tara when she went missing also looked like pretty young like she was 19 but like uh, 19 year olds and 19 yeah. looked like 17 to me you know like I feel well, also if you really look at someone who's like within a two-year age gap, I would say like past the age of like 16. If you look at someone who's 17 versus 19 or like 20 versus 22, 22 versus 24, they all kind of start to muddle together because yeah. not a whole lot of changes are happening during right. those years. She's you go through most of your growth before. Those stages before. of 
Like yes, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that girl looks pretty young, but she could also just look young. I mean, there are. I have this one regular. I'm not gonna say her name, but she is. She's 41, and I swear to God, she does not look a day over 20. My sister, like she looks so young. My sister is 30. She's gonna be 36 this year, and she Uh looks like 18, 19, 20. Like so, than me. so young. It's crazy. That's I'm like, I would give you that. like 25, maybe. I'm like, maybe like a matured 25, you know. But God, she was like, no, I'm 41, and I'm like, what the fuck? Damn, bitch, love that for you. If you're listening, <sighs> I love that for you. If um, if you know. <laughs> so to me, that that Polaroid, because I feel like I want to talk about the Polaroid. I want to talk about the other theories, and then get the one that at least I think, just because. I don't think I don't think she's the girl in the Polaroid, which is concerning because then I'm like, who is the girl and the boy in the Polaroid? Who I was just about to say, if she not is not the girl in the Polaroid, then that opens. And also, if she is not the girl that these men are talking about in their confessions and right. shit, then there's. Girl? What if none of these are Tara? Yep. Then who no. are these people? Oh my god, that's, that's what I. That's, that's what I love about spirals occur. That's what I love about unsolved is that the the fact that it's unsolved is that there's no wrong answer. And the worst part is we might never know. I hope we do. We've solved a lot of fucking murders in the last year. I was actually looking at it like genealogy has solved a good amount of murders. And genealogy, just our advancements in technology as a whole, <laughs> like we're able to test shit that we didn't even think of saving years ago like some of the shit we did save so we could test it later but there's stuff that like it if we would have saved dna evidence way back when like you know who Jack the river is i was just thinking that dude <laughs> that's literally who popped into my head i was like imagine all these like serial killers like before dna because they didn't so know fucking easy they protecting against it no it must have been so fucking fun leaving it everywhere on people like what the fuck bruh come on fingerprints <laughs> alone dude they're not wearing no gloves they don't even have gloves just kidding i have no idea <laughs> um that's crazy it does it like it makes my head spin in like good ways and bad ways like my it just, yeah. it just keeps going and i can't which is why this one i could have researched for another fucking month i've been researching this yeah. case a long time and i just can't stop I think surveillance footage is crazy in that way too. Well, yeah. But there's because still so much of our world that is left like untouched. Get out of here. Oh Get yeah. Here. What do you mean? Yeah. Uh-uh. uh-uh. She could be in Canada. She's with Maura. Bro, I like I I'm going to Georgia at the end of this month. <laughs> and when we went to Georgia last time, it was so vast. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so big, and that there was mountains, and there was just like so much land and space that I wasn't used to seeing. That I was like, "We're two girls this... from the West." <laughs> not only that, dude. I was like, "This is not even half. This is not even a percentage of the rest of this Earth." Like, no fucking. Sometimes I hear the statistic, and I'm like, "Damn!" Like, that's a lot of people to go missing. I'm like, "No wonder." 2,000 people go missing. I'm like, I'm surprised there's not more. For real? Like, that's the, only the that world what, that's been taken accounted for. Fucking big. Yeah, the world is fucking big. Yeah. And it's just so scary because any possibility, any possibility, she could have, she could have fallen off the side of a cliff. And here we are fucking interviewing people and doing all that. We're not following leads for other people for this Polaroid. Like, yeah, and we would have we have never fucking known. Stranger shit has happened, dude. Like, yeah, it makes my head spin. I don't like it. I oh. don't like it. Even um, though I do feel like this is one of those things where foul play kind of has to be involved. I don't know, girl. I don't fucking know. 
see the tire marks like the crime there is like it does appear to be a crime scene like we have the fucking pieces and like we have all those witnesses that were like this truck is following her what do you mean so Mm -hmm. it's like i i the polaroid i don't think it's her i don't see it the scar to me like i couldn't see a scar i didn't see it Mm -hmm. until i saw a photo that was circled and even then i'm like but that's not where her mm. scar said in the FBI. Like the FBI said okay. she had a scar on her shoulder and on the back of her right leg, I think it was. Yeah. Back. And the only way that that would make sense to me is if, because I know like if she got that scar as a kid, she could have grown and it could have moved because that happens, right? I think so. Like that makes sense to me in my brain. But, when, like, yeah, because scars are like marks in your skin. So if it stretches, yeah, that makes sense. Right. That makes sense. But, like, that's the only explanation I could see for the scar in the photo and <coughs> Sarah. And her mom, mm-hmm. she literally died on that hill. Oh, sorry. But she she thought it was her. And part of me hopes she was right because she would have that answer. But I'm also, like, did she need that answer? You know? Like, is that why? I was going to say, not to be morbid, but I feel like that answer is almost not worse, but I don't like it. There are other answers that I might have liked to know more. As sad as it is, like, I just hope that she did not suffer. Uh-huh. And to me, that reads like, like she has a book. That means that they've been kept there for extended periods. Like, they are kept here. Like, to me, I'm like found and gagged in a van. Exactly, like that's a lot. already in a bad situation. So I'm like, whatever, whatever, whatever situation comes up because you said those that Polaroid has to be had to be recent. Yeah, it was taken within the past two months, dude, and it was found a year after she was captured. Fuck. Yeah, I think it was like nine months or something like that. That's a long time. That's- that's a long time to be in captivity. That's a baby. Yeah. Oh. That's a, that's a full term pregnancy. Okay. <laughs> Nine months in captivity, dude. And even yes. that, that is that is a snapshot. We don't know if she lived past this point. We don't know how long she lived past this point. But like, if if she's out there, if Tara's okay. out there, there's nothing about her life that would that would be like oh that's under like she probably ran away on her own there's not a single thing about her life that would indicate that so if she did girl where are you hiding for what where are you see that kind of fucks with me too i feel like there have definitely been a lot of people who have restarted their life somewhere and will just never know because they're so good at it no especially especially during events where information might get lost. Like now we've started putting it into computers and stuff. So that might not be the case as frequently Mm -hmm. anymore, but like during Katrina, there was tons of fucking information that got lost. That is true. Tons of information. disaster really. you you know you know where I learned that from Gypsy Rose really Gypsy Rose Blanchard Mm -hmm. that's how her mom faked a lot of her medical bills and how she went to a lot of different diagnoses that's how she faked all of it because she said that she had been diagnosed with this but that they lost all their stuff from Katrina and now they don't have it and they're like well that makes sense you know like so yeah, but I feel like especially like back then, like there are so many ways that people could have just, sh- I mean, everything was fucking written down, dude. Look at D.B. Cooper. <laughs> D.B. Cooper. Oh my God, dude. I can't with this shit. It, it's too much. And then like, is that better or worse to me than like her possibly being murdered by the sheriff's son? And then it all being a huge fucking cover-up. Because if it is a cover-up, there are so many fucking people that are in on it. What? That's my thing with cover-ups, is that cover-ups only work when when everybody is in on it. If one person... 
We learned this with um, Seth. Seth from so last many week. cases. If one person fucks last up, week. the entire alibi falls apart. Okay, but like if we think about it, you're telling me I that you got six people to stay quiet for twenty five years. What if do you every one of them are dead? I know, but were they were they dead the whole like when did they die? Did they die like right after? Like how long did they keep that secret? I don't know. If they were a part of it, that's what I'm saying. See, Still, that's at least ten years or so. That's a long time to keep a secret like know, that, dude. dude. To keep I mean, a secret I, that you girl, know, you know, that I there's, a I'm not that there's it fucking. You know that the sheriff's son murdered someone and that they all know and they're covering it up? I that feel is a like if anyone could have that power, it would be the fucking sheriff, bro. The sheriff, because like I feel like the people that would be in on it, people that worked directly under him, that were at, at their lives, their jobs. Bro, the FBI was in on it. They hid that from the FBI. Who? The sheriff. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like the FBI would have to be in on the cover up too. I don't think necessarily. I think if it was just the fucking sheriff and like I think um what's his name? Riviera. Renee Riviera and I get the because their last names are both R. Um mm-hmm. but if like he was cause at the time he was either not at the station or he was like a like a deputy kind of like he wasn't the sheriff uh-huh. at that point but if uh-huh. he was also in on it mm-hmm. i feel like collectively they could then use that power those those leads that they and like get rid of things get rid of evidence get rid of shit so if the if, i don't fucking know girl i don't know but it it doesn't sit right none of it i don't know man the fbi just seems sneaky what do you think happened then? No, not like that. Like they seem like they would have figured oh, that out. Figured it out. Well, I fucking yeah. Hope so. Let's be real. That's what I'm saying. I hope so. They're the fucking FBI. But that's what I'm saying. Like they seem like that would be something that they would look into as a possible yeah. route. They do. What about that? What is it? Twenty twenty. Was it 2021? Uh-huh. Yeah, 2021, they have a new lead. We don't know what that is yet. Especially once... I don't know. And I also think it's so, so fucked up when people do deathbed confessions. If they're I think not it's true. so fucked up. And, like, guys, I'm not kidding. This, this is only three. There were other deathbed confessions. There were, like, all of it can't be true. Mm-hmm. One either none of it's true or one one story is true, you know. Yeah. And I don't know which is scarier because who the fuck is making shit up like that? I understand eyewitnesses being like, because when you eyewitness testimonies are never super super accurate, you know, because you can hear something, you can hear one thing, and your brain remembers is it as true, you know? So it's like, right. I could see people being like, oh no, I saw her at this time. And then it like changing if they want it to fit a different time. I don't know. But like Well, and also three deathbed confessions. What do you mean? I was thinking about that and I was like, I feel like okay, because eyewitness testimonies are always weird to me because I always make mental notes of weird shit too, in case I'm ever asked about it one day. Um like I also make mental notes of like times of things. Like I'll make an, I'll be like, okay, like my mom left like around this time. Like just in case in the future, I'm like, okay, the last time I saw them was this time, you know, like, or my brain is always thinking like that. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, maybe I would notice if I saw like a biker that stood out to me. I'm like, but I don't know if I would take like a car at, at a glimpse you know, like I'm not following them either, or I'm mm-hmm. not traveling in the same direction. I don't know if I would take that as a glimpse as like them being followed. See, you know what I'm saying? I could see one theory or report or whatever 
I think it was a report actually, that one of them was driving behind this dirty white car. And <laughs> the dirty white. <laughs> <laughs> um but they were they were like, I know it was following them because they were driving so slow. And it was oh, okay. it, it was a two-lane highway, they couldn't pass. Okay, I see. Which and yeah, I to me that, that makes more sense. That makes more sense because you're right. Like if I I'm not gonna notice like that first. I'm no. if I notice like a like if I notice like a kid on a bike, I'm probably gonna notice. But like a young woman, like I probably wouldn't. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Like what I mean by that is like I would notice the biker if there was something like memorable. Like the only biker that comes to mind right now is like the last biker that I remember seeing had like a neon helmet. So I'm like, okay, I'd remember that. But like, do you know how many times I've seen bikers while driving? Like, I don't remember them like that. Like, that is an interesting point. I don't think, to be quite honest with you, I don't know if I, because like, I think about that too. And maybe it's just because we're both like the people we are and talk about true crime all the time. But Mm -hmm. I do also like make notes of shit. Like if I hear like loud noises, I'll be like, what time is it? (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm like, Me oh, too. what time has it been? Like, what, what, it's 10, 10 38 right now. Um, yeah. But I don't know if that's just because it's us. And I also, I don't know, like, I feel like my, I feel like I'm the type of person that would like question it. If it wasn't like, I feel yeah. like if it involves a child, I'm noticing. But if it's like another person, my brain's going to want to rationalize it. Yeah. So, like, I would, if I like drove past Tara, I wouldn't be like, well, that woman, I don't know. I might be like that woman's being followed, but I also could be like, that's weird. And then just like drive away. I probably wouldn't, I get it. I get what you're saying. That makes sense to me. Well, see now that, now that it's like, he was slowly traveling behind her. I feel like that gives you a little bit more leeway. Yeah. But if like, like I was thinking like, if I'm at an intersection and I just see her cross and I see this car go behind her. No, but it also could be like people. But if, he, but if he's going 10 in a 25, well, if he's like, following a bike, he's going to have to be going her speed. That's why I'm saying. And I mean, she's a right. consistent biker, so she's probably going a decent pace, but for a car, that's very yeah. slow. Right, like, like get in your car and go ten miles an hour. You notice how slow that is, like, yeah. So maybe that's how people noticed so much because they were driving slow. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I wasn't there, but that makes more sense. That would make more sense. It's not like it is a highway, but it's not like he he wasn't driving seventy. You know, right? I don't know, dude. I don't know. And like I said, this isn't even all of the theories this is just some of them so go on reddit i guess just kidding because they're not that there's not that many i went on reddit yeah no but that's the beautiful thing about an unsolved is that like everything you're right everything could be true or nothing could be true Uh, we could be we could all be talking about irrelevant information like or we could all be talking about really important you know i heard this quote i forgot what detective it was from but he said we're in the room with the truth oh oh my god i you you said this before in an unsolved case and i think i had the same reaction that time too because i'm just Mm -hmm. like you're right you know that makes so much like it's just a good way to describe it we're in the room with the truth what is it it's like it's it's on the tip of my tongue kind of like i feel like Mm -hmm. i feel like all of these well that's not true some of these theories like do have legs to it but then you think about it again they but like she can't be in the polaroid and she can't have been hit and killed by lawrence uh revere no lawrence romero like that's not possible both of of those so which one is it and what happened in the other situation who the who's the girl in the polaroid who did lawrence Rivero or romeo what the hell is his name lawrence romero kill who did lawrence romero kill if there was that girl in the basement whose basement what's happening <laughs> right no and all and the thing is is that all those possibilities are equally as scary but see here's the thing the two stories sound pretty similar 
about the about the hitting her yeah there's all so, like, they all have similar like traits like that if, which is kind of weird if it is a cover-up that's that's kind of what i mean by we could be in the room with the truth like if it is a cover-up they could be like you know what well this is this is this is what happened we can't we can't deny what happened but we can change key details about it so instead of it being blank and blank it can be two random boys that i can't release the names of you 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 were in my brain earlier because i was thinking about this exact (laughs) thing earlier i'm like huh interesting that rivera believes the theory of the other people hitting her you know like that's hmm because allegedly hypothetically possibly he would potentially be be. this cover-up why Mm -hmm. is he coming out in 2008 saying no 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 no. it's these two these two and then potentially another two four 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 (laughs) oh wait you have a point hmm that's all i'm saying i'm not saying nothing Lawrence, um, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Renee Riviera has since or Rivera, whatever the fuck his name is. I'm sorry, Jesus Christ, I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. Renee has since left office and been arrested. Something else. What? Like oh. Violence. Domestic violence. All I'm saying is I don't trust him. Regardless, you arresting, arresting the homies. Who? Ooh. Oh my god. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. This this is up there with Maura Murray to me. See, this is where I'm like, I, I don't believe in God. I've mentioned it before, but I hope I hope there's something because I want to ask her what happened. I wanna know. Yeah. No. I feel like with a lot of people that go missing in very strange ways, or people who kind of get like not forgotten about but like they go missing because no one talks to them again oh oh like those freak me out and i just want to ask them like what the fuck do you mean like what do you mean everyone has a story like what the fuck what happened what happened yeah i'm like i'm like everyone is a son, a daughter, a child, a sibling, a friend. Like everyone has someone. Like, what do you mean you just vanished? Oh, that would be cute merch. Everyone has someone. <laughs> so cute. Every, everyone has someone. I, I mean, everyone you're... is someone to someone. Oh, don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> My Pisces, or I'm sorry, well, I guess my Pisces rising, but my Cancer moon is in full force today. I've cried mm. to it. Mm. In one day. I've only been awake Oof. for like 15 hours. Well, I guess it's a yeah. while. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's a long, that's a long time. No, I think about it. That is a while. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. I don't, yeah, I don't, I, that's it. That's all my points. And there's more that you can, if you, if you're ever interested, go ahead, do a deep dive, do what you got to do. And you, mm-hmm. the listener, if that's what you want to do as well, go for it. Not, not mm-hmm. I, I just not hope, I. hope I'll see her in the afterlife and be like, Hey girl, you good? What happened? You at peace? Yeah. Protect your mm-hmm. peace. That's all I got to say. And that's to everyone in this story. Patty, I hope you're okay too, girl. Mm-hmm. Jan, I hope you're all right. Protect Jan. your peace. I don't know. Renee, though? I don't know about mm. you. Lawrence? Allegedly? Mm? I don't know about all that. And you a pussy if you come out on your deathbed with that. Say that with your chest. Uh, just a guy. Henry Brown, just a friend over. Lawrence never said shit, and he died from an accidental gunshot wound. Excuse me. And then fucking his dad, Lawrence Sr., was like, yeah. oh, he died playing Russian roulette with his friends. Excuse me. So he shot himself, but not for not for suicidal reasons. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
that that was his explanation and then he died like a couple years later i believe it would depend on what kind of gun he shot himself with no like a i don't want to say a normal gun but like it wasn't like a shotgun you know well russian roulette is played with revolvers because you don't know where the bullet's going to be oh girl For a normal gun if it was loaded uh, sorry, my brain is in Call of Duty. Oh. <laughs> For a normal gun, I'm like, if it was loaded, it would just shoot. I'm like, so Russian roulette wouldn't work. <laughs> you wouldn't know you were going to die. <laughs> That's called... I hate this era that Elena's in. That's called suicide. <laughs> Her COD Rush- Russian roulette with certainty is just called suicide. <laughs> oh my god. Tweet that. Well, actually, that's it. That's a Patreon tweet. That's a that's a Patreon joke. Can't yeah. say that one out loud. Oof! Mm-mm. My God, COD Elena. Well, maybe you can. Perfect. Oh my God. Well, you yeah. said what you said. Disclaimer. <laughs> Dis- disclaimer. Disclaimer. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Those, those, those are my those are my thoughts. That's oh, there's. I have a lot of thoughts. You have a lot of thoughts. We all have a lot of thoughts. <sighs> No, a good unsolved is gonna gonna keep me up at night. Kyler's working, so I kind of need something to keep me occupied. Kyler, what do you think? Let us know. Uh, I know. You and you better comment. You better share. Mm-hmm. He does. He's actually our merchandise in Georgia. Thanks, thanks, Kai. Merchandiser in Georgia. Thank, thanks, Kai. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. Anyway. Maybe. Macam, Hiku boy. Anyway, yeah, uh, you can reach us where we're at. I said it already once. I'm not saying it again. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, in the beginning, and in the in the show notes. Go um, back and listen to it again, then. Yeah, yeah. Just just keep us on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Overnight. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be wild. That'd be mm-hmm. crazy. Anyway, mm-hmm. have fun with that. Anyway, see y'all like uh, Matthew, David. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.